everyone. Welcome once again to round three. This is yet another wonderful podcast in the Steric family of podcasting. Um, round three is the show where we take quick five-minute shots at three different topics, such as who would win in a fight, Harry Monster from Sesame Street or Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. I'm Steve Glosson. Along with me is my good friend and podcasting partner for life, Derek Russell. Derek, what's up? What's up, bitches? What? Easy, man. Sorry. <laughs> oh, Derek, I mean, anything to say before we jump into this? Let's spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. <laughs> and I landed on topic number three. And topic number three for this Wednesday is Walmart does not carry the good Star Wars toys. My this Walmart. one I want to hear. Let's hear it. Listen, dude. Okay, everyone who knows me, who's listened to the podcast for very long at all, knows that I have a room in my house that I affectionately refer to as uh, the Star Wars room. Indeed. And in this uh, the Star Wars room. There are multiple collectibles. And I don't really go for the high-end collectibles. I can't afford the high-end collectibles. You're not going to see anything from Gentle Giant or or Sideshow or anything. I've got a Force FX lightsaber. And I've got like the old vintage Star Wars stuff that I had as a kid. And I've got it on display around the room, that sort of thing. Right. And uh, and they've come in, they're coming out with some really cool new figures with the Star Wars line. The problem is is they've got this whole cartoon series going on, the Clone Wars, which I love. And yeah. there's a whole little figure line for just Clone Wars-style figures. Right. And also coming out right now are figures that are more geared toward the collectors like myself that are more realistic in their sculpts and all this stuff. Well, my Walmart decides we're just going to carry the Clone Wars stuff. Oh, yeah, we've got those other ones. Do I need to ship you some stuff? Yes, or? yes, you okay, do, because do my Walmart does not carry the good Star Wars toys. And there's that topic right there, I think. Well, I mean, I'm just ticked off. Does anyone else in the world have this problem? I'm in a little podunk town that you that is that is a million miles from anywhere. I have to drive an hour and a half to get to the closest mall, and all I'm asking for is the Walmart to carry the good Star Wars toys. Now, let me ask you something over there in Hazelhurst. Are you dealing with a super center, or are we still low-based Walmart over there? Basically, what we've got here is a prototype mini super center. It's open 24 hours work? a day. you got groceries. you got uh, all the other items that a super center would have. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have a tire lube area. Okay. okay. Um, but it's got the garden center. All this other stuff that a, that a super center Walmart have, just smaller. So you've got the super center that time forgot. Pretty much, but see, they okay. built one 15 miles down the road in a town the similar size of Hazelhurst uh, to accommodate that town that's the same, you know, basically the same stuff. Okay, and Steve, I'm going to suggest something right here. This may or may not work. You may okay. or may not have thought of this already. 15 mm-hmm. miles down the road, why don't you drive to that one and, and buy the toys? Because that Walmart doesn't have the good Star Wars toys either. Well, what the hell? This is what I'm saying. I've got to drive a freaking hour and a half. Well, but there's I'll a Walmart. Well, there's a Walmart in a town about to thirty you. miles away that maybe they don't have some. You know but that's how good a, that's I am with shipping shoot. things. You know how good I am with shipping things. We'll get that to you in July. I'll expect that next year sometime. <laughs> you do that, sir. <laughs> hey, I got you your Christmas gift. Star Wars toys, I might add, a week after. Oh, Christmas. great, man! Let me tell you something. You sent good Star Wars toys. Boba Fett bobblehead, Yoda bobblehead. Love them. Never seen those before. I'm just trying to... Yeah, they're really cool. Funko puts them out. I'm really trying to figure out if I want to bring them in the office or if I want them to be in the Star Wars room. I hear you. Let's spin the wheel. And I got number two. Really? Really. Do you remember last episode when it went one, two, three? That's how it's going to be this time. It's going to be three, two, one. (laughs) See. Let's do it. Number two. A-team trailer, go. A-team trailer. Holy crap, sir. Bradley Cooper, Liam Neeson... 
uh, that guy from the Ultimate Fighting Championship, whose name Some I don't know. Some big black man with an afro. And then that other guy I mean, from not District an afro, 9. Mo- Jeep's flipping, van's flying. Uh, the theme song, man. The theme song and oh. the orchestra version. Uh, the plane blowing up and them inside a the tank. tank! Firing oh. it another one. Uh, I love it when a plan comes together. Oh, Liam Neeson with a cigar in his mouth. Um, oh the A-Team God. logo getting shot up with bullets. The A-Team logo. There is no plan B tagline oh. to the film. I just It was epic. It was bootlegged. And I loved every minute of it. Go. Well, it's, it's now official. It's out officially in HD version on Yahoo. Uh, Yahoo Movies, you can you can see it, and and I got to tell you something, man. After all the, and I'm going to use the word, the bastardization of so many wonderful '80s properties, I absolutely hated the Dukes of Hazard. Um, it was funny for what it was, but it was not Dukes of Hazard. Movies like Starsky and Hutch, where they made a mockery of this of this show that wasn't ever meant to be, I guess, taken seriously, but also wasn't meant to be some little comedy campy thing either. Um, you know, I just I'm really excited that it looks like they're actually putting a little bit of effort into making this a decent feature film, and I'm really excited for it. The petition starts right here on episode two of round three to get uh, the greatest American hero written by Stephen Derrick. What do you say? I will do it in a heartbeat with you, sir. Yes. That's what she said. That is what she said. Not to me. Absolutely loved that trailer. I thought it was fantastic. I think that the casting was spot on. Um, I cannot pronounce the guy from District 9's name, but he looked awesome uh, in it, the fourth guy. And um, Face. I, I don't know. It was just, it, it really, first of all, the 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 the, the voiceover, oh. I mean, if that didn't get you pumped, I don't yes. know what did about a yes. year ago. One, I mean, it was just, it was, the opening, it was the opening monologue from every opening credit sequence of the A-Team. The only mm-hmm. change was, instead of in 1970-whatever, yeah, it it's now year one ago. year ago. Yeah. And, and you get to see them break out. Yes, that's going to be, I mean, dude, the grappling hook through the van door and whoever that is, it looks like it's Mr. T, not Mr. T, but the guy playing Mr. T, grabbing on it, sliding it. When, uh, Murdoch, if you look out the right plane window, you'll notice our wing has been blown off. Our wing has been blown off. <laughs> And then falling, and they fall in. I mean, the cockpit is a tank. Ugh. And Bradley Cooper, the van, dude. We hadn't even said the van. The van was in it. They've got the big GMC van, black with the red stripe. I'm telling you what, I am Jonesed for this thing. You're sold, Jonesing. Hundred percent sold. Kids don't know. When the kids weren't around for the A team back in the day, they don't know. It makes me sad when I look at my kids and I'm like, hey, A-Team, and they all look at me like, what is A-Team, What Steve? is A-Team? And you're like, oh. <sighs> See, I was around for like end of A-Team, but I still know because I, I grew up right. What did I do as a kid? Reruns. That's right. <laughs> well, I mean, you'd think with, with the great TV stations like TV Land and Netflix today, I mean, come on. Come on. Come on. Topic three. Looking or forward to one. jazz about me. the A-Team. Yes. Topic one. Topic one, uh, Reitman directing Ghostbusters 3. It's official. Ivan Reitman directing, returning for the third Ghostbusters film. They're Go. getting the band back together, sir. They're, they're on a mission from God. I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs> um, everybody's seeming to make a comeback. Uh, hey, I, I even read that Rick Moranis said he would come out of retirement to do Ghostbusters no. 3. No. Maybe his bluegrass band can come on the film, too. He's got an awesome bluegrass band. Does he, he really? He does. He plays a wow. mean harmonica, mouth harp. <laughs> he does. Mouth harp. 
He plays a mean mouth harp. <laughs> Hello, Derek Russell from 1953. Maybe, maybe don't wear a bra next time. Eat me. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. No, he's on. Uh, he was actually on one of the last episodes of Conan before Conan went to the Tonight Show. Uh, he oh, was banned, he? and it, he's great. He is amazing. Uh, and I've always loved Rick Moranis. But yes, um, they're talking about getting everybody back together, bringing everybody back in for this this third film, which is going to introduce the world to a new group of Ghostbusters. Apparently, franchising rights have opened all across the United States, so now there's like hundreds of Ghostbusters. Don't know how I feel about that aspect of it, but do love the fact that their mentors will be the original four, and they're trying to get Sigourney Weaver back. I've been even more excited about it after playing the Ghostbusters video game oh yeah yeah heck yeah well what about that interview sigourney weaver did where she said she saw the script and she thinks bill murray's in it pretty big he's a ghost he was a ghost and i think she thought she knew something and didn't or do you think she was just kind of taking a jab at bill murray about being old i don't know see that's what i I thought i I I wouldn't like that if he was a ghost in the movie i would not like that unless he gets to slime somebody even then, I agree. I don't think I'd like it, but I like the idea of them being around, and I hope that in the end, it's them that has to save the day as the mentors. Yes, rather than and I them hope being it really kidnapped. is like a new group, I, I, like Oscar is on. Yeah, yeah, uh, from you know, Ghost, the, the, the kid, baby from Ghostbusters yeah, Sigourney, too. Sigourney Weaver's son. I mean, I could. I mean, it, who's it going to be? It they they have writers from the office, so you know it's going to be. The people that are always intertwined in these films nowadays. I mean, years ago it used to be Will Ferrell, and it would be hmm. these people. Now it's like Kenny McBride and Bill Hader and Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill, and it's all these types of people that are intertwined in everything now. So you know it's going to be like Paul Rudd and Seth Rogen and Steve Carell. I mean, I, are all going to be? I don't have a problem. Through. I don't have a problem with Seth Rogen like a lot of people do. Paul Rudd is a trip to me. I love Paul, Paul Rudd. Rudd. Paul Rudd has an incredible delivery of stuff. He does. Yeah, I don't know that they have Steve Carell, but I'd love to see Jim Halpert as a Ghostbuster. I would. <laughs> Krasinski would be great, but I want to save Krasinski because in my mind, John Krasinski is the next Fletch. He could. Oh my gosh! Isn't he would he be amazing Fletch? as Fletch. Yes, there you go. He would be amazing as Fletch. Who would you get to play the the greatest American hero? Oh, um, if Jonah Hill could lose some weight, I just say Jonah Hill with the weight, because it's weight. time to give fat guys a chance. He's just so after short, he, though. After he takes his turn as Spider Man, I <laughs> think he needs to be the greatest. What do you American think about hero? Seth Rogen as greatest American hero? Uh, you know, Seth Rogen's getting his turn as the Green Hornet. So. Throw out the Jufro a little bit. And, yeah, and, but I, I mean, he's getting to be the Green Hornet, so screw him. Yeah, but I mean, he can get the Ryan Reynolds and he can be anybody he wants to. He be, Ryan Reynolds would be a great Greatest American Hero. I don't know about all that now. He should have been the Flash. Could you imagine it just, oh, we've talked about that before. I think we've done that episode. before already this week. Um, right. No, I don't, uh, I don't know how I feel about who could be the Greatest American Hero. Who? who? Email us in. Email us and let us know who you would pick, who you would cast today as the great American hero. We also need uh, emails from you guys based on uh, based on stories and stuff. Give us some topics to talk about. That's what we're looking for. We're not looking for you to give us anything off the Internet. We're not looking for uh, anything like that. We're looking for personal stories or personal things that you have that you want us just to kind of discuss in our five-minute rounds. You can email us where, Derek? 
You can email us at round three, the number three, round three show at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash round three show. As Steve said, we are not looking for you to go find us stuff on the internet. Steve and I can do that. Steve's at a computer all day long. He can do that. That's no problem. That's right. That's right. You are? That's the Big Honkin' Show. We're not turning this into the Big Honkin' Show. Big Honkin' Show on the radio. And you can go to the Big Honkin' Show at bighonkinshow.com. But really, it's big time and you can go <laughs> San Diego. That's what go I thought you were about to do. Right to hell. Um, no, we, we want your stories. We want your Spit personal take. stories. If you want to make them anonymous, just say, you know, we won't have to tell who you are or anything like that. But funny, you know, and those, anything like that, anything that's happened to you, some great stories like that, I think that it really makes for a great round three of the episode. And it makes for uh, every episode coming out Monday, Wednesday, Friday, another new episode with Steve and Derek on round three. I totally don't understand anything you just said there. Basically, we're doing a show where we take three topics three times a week. <laughs> I just, just got a little, just got a little confusing you the whole there. Premise. We have a minute here. I'll explain the premise again for anybody who might have missed our first episode. Steve and Derek have been podcasting together since 2007. Steve and Stare. Derek decided now that they're going to do a podcast that doesn't isn't based on any kind of TV show whatsoever, where in which they take three topics three times New a week. New podcast in the Steric family of podcasting. Yes. Also, go to Netflix.com forward slash Startable and get your two-week free trial right now. <laughs> and basically what we do is we weigh on those three topics three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Nine topics. Niner. Niner. Did I catch a niner in there? We come from a walkie-talkie. Also, we read like seven, eight books a day, and we do a lot of speed on this one. So, <laughs> well, well, when in Rome. Mm-hmm. So, twitter.com forward slash round three show. That's the number three round three show. Or email us at round three show at gmail.com. We'll be back on Friday with an all new episode. See you guys. Bye.